Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. Land.com can help you find that little patch of ground to call your own and do all the hunting, fishing, and hanging out with the family you want. Just know that getting your own piece of land is something that can generate memories for generations, but also has the ability to generate income in both the near and long term. Like if you just want to start a rental business slash family compound. Go to Land.com and check out the hundreds of thousands of rural listings from all across America. Enough dreaming about it. Land.com is a place to find and invest in in your open space. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. to Good Morning Football. We are live in New York City. We are so psyched because it is Friday, June 30th. I'm Sarah Walsh alongside Tom Pelissero, Mike Garofolo, and our Super Bowl champion, Sean O'Hara. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Time now for the lead block. Lead block. When the Panthers traded up to acquire the first overall pick and ultimately drafted Alabama's Bryce Young, they obviously had certain criteria in mind when selecting their quarterback of the future. Well, on the latest episode of Panthers Blueprint, Frank Reich tells us what he thinks makes a quarterback special. Just in respect to quarterback play, I'll just say this. When I was coaching uh, Peyton Manning and watching him, watching how he operated as a kind of personal coaching exercise, I was just like, well, what makes this guy special? Um, And so I came up with this five traits of great. This is what I got from watching Peyton Manning. And this is how I think about quarterback play. Number one was the quarterback should be the toughest guy on the team. I mean, mentally and physically, a mindset, a relentless mindset of nothing's going to stop me. It's a toughness, it's a confidence that is palpable, and the whole team feels it. Bryce Young, what a talent. Number two uh, is footwork and finish. Dave's played from the ground up at any position, so he's got to have good footwork. You see the elusiveness, the quick feet of Bryce Young. Three is accuracy. Bryce Young threads the needle. You know, it's tight windows, we all know. I mean, accuracy is really important. He just threw that Number four is playmaking ability, the, the uncanny ability to make plays in the clutch. You know, when it really matters the most, somebody needs to make a stinking play. The great quarterbacks just find a way to do it. In the end zone, touchdown Alabama! Check this out right here. Young's dead to rights. Boom, flips around and sidearms it across his body. Dime, touchdown time. And then, you know, number five is what's called the X-Factor. 
just a way to say all the other intangibles. I like to say the quarterback is a multiplier effect, so if you have the offense and the team right here and it runs through the quarterback, X times one equals X, but we, you know, we want him to be a multiplier. When you put the team and the offense through him, you should get a bigger outcome because he makes everybody else better. Next stop, National Football League. There were plenty of positive reports out of minicamp in Carolina, and Adam Thielen said this week, you can see why they drafted Bryce first overall. So what does a successful season look like for Bryce Young and the Panthers? Tom. To me, it's Bryce Young shows that he can be an NFL franchise quarterback. And if he does that, the wins are going to come. If everything falls into place based on how they've built that Panthers roster, played a bunch of veteran skill guys around the young quarterback, they've built in previous years through the offensive line and the defensive line since Scott Fitterer got there, there's no question that they should be competitive in a wide-open NFC South. But at its base, whether they go this season and they win seven games or ten games or 12 games or whatever the number might be, the key is we come away going, Bryce Young can be that guy because you gave up plenty to go and get him number one overall because he is the face of your franchise for better or worse for years to come and also because when I would talk to scouts and coaches and executives back before the draft it was practically unanimous if there was one guy you wanted to step in and start right now it was Bryce Young because some of the same things you heard Frank Reich talking about right there the maturity level how he processes information just the innate playmaking ability. He's a guy that everybody should gravitate towards. He's played on the biggest stages in college football. He should be able to step in immediately and look like he can be the guy, even if that might not immediately translate Mike into a deep playoff run. Yeah, and Frank Reich's five list of five, I think it was. Uh, the first one was about you know toughness, determination, all that stuff. I think when Bryce Young met with them multiple times throughout the process, including the night before his pro day, he kind of showed them that you know, he's that dude. He had that presence, and that's where he really wound up winning them over. He also talked about toughness. Reich did uh, there in that uh, little breakdown. And that's something that I think Bryce Young's going to have to show in his first season. I think success for him could be I can play at this level. I can take the pounding at this level. Keep pounding. That's what the Panthers yep. said. Uh, I could take it at this level. I took it in college. I mean, I remember we covered his pro day, uh, Steve Smith and I, and we talked to Nick Saban, and Saban said, at this level, you're playing against guys who are going to play in the NFL because it was the SEC. He said he never got hurt here. The only time he got hurt was when he hurt himself. He kind of reached out uh, to get that extra yard there, and that's why he wound up with, uh, I think it was a shoulder injury. So that's what he has to show. So what's successful? Bryce Young plays 17 games or somewhere around that takes some hits because he's going to take. I mean, listen, he's going to avoid them because they think that he can process things quickly, so you get rid of the ball before somebody can hit right. you. That's a big part of staying healthy, number one. But you're going to get hit in the NFL, and if Bryce Young can show that, I think that's a successful season for him and the Panthers. Yeah, it's funny to me when people talk about toughness and quarterbacks yes they take some hits and you know like they, they get hit in the pocket now we see a lot of quarterbacks take hits outside the pocket but to me when people talk toughness with a quarterback it's about the mindset it's their mental toughness you've got to have the ability to go out there and throw a pick six and you know what you got to shake it off like you can't let that linger just like on the golf course Tom all right when you miss that putt you can't let it bleed over into the next hole it's me. It's you've got to get back on track it's always about the next swing the next shot for quarterbacks, that's the toughness that Frank Wright is talking about. It's the mental toughness that, hey, listen, things are going bad. All right, Do you have the ability and the wherewithal and the strength to rally the team and say, hey, look, we're, we're going to win this game. We're going we're gonna to come back. I'm going to lead this team down on a fourth quarter drive. Do I have that kind of mental toughness? And I think that's you know, what they're looking at with Bryce Young. He did it at Alabama. Now, can it translate to the NFL? I think he's got the, the mental makeup to handle all that. 
But what does a successful season look like for a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback? How does he handle failure? How does he handle taking an L? When he walks up to the podium, is he blaming other people? Is he making excuses? Or is he owning it? Is he taking it on a chin? And is he saying, look, I got to get better? That's what I want to see. I, wins and losses, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say they have to win seven wins in order for it to be a successful season. No. It's can he find a way to rally this team, and how does he handle things when things don't go well? How does he handle the coaching? When Frank Wright rips him up, the, up, up one side and down the other, you think that's the first time that's ever happened to him? No, he played for Nick Saban. So I, I think I don't this think it's guy, Frank doing that, but somebody there will do it. Somebody will do it, yeah. And probably not Josh. Maybe Josh. I don't know. But Deuce. Um, I, I, think, I think the other factor with him is just that, that footwork and a, that playmaking ability. He's shown that. You're going to need that as a young quarterback, but you can't rely on that too much. Otherwise, you're going to be in the cold tub. So uh, for, for Bryce, I think it's all about that mental aspect of it, that it factor, that X factor that a lot of quarterbacks have when they get drafted high coming out of college. But it doesn't always translate. I think for Bryce, I think he's set up to succeed for that. It's interesting when you said, how do they take an L? Because I think a lot of these guys, especially the guys that come out of Alabama, I mean, you don't take right. a lot of Ls. I mean, there's, there's guys that get into the NFL and they'll lose more in one season than they lost their entire college careers. It's definitely a difference when you're coming from a program like that. I want to go a little bigger picture. What's a successful season for the Panthers? I think they got to win the division because I think this is a team that can win the division. I think this is a team that really kind of surprised some people at the end of last year and won on a role when they were amidst coaching changes, quarterback changes, and this is a team that I think really kept it together and it didn't matter who was at quarterback. You go back, I, I remember there was just so much talk about the Lions and how great they were and they were rolling and I don't know if people forget this but it was the Panthers that sort of stopped the Lions back in week 16. This was a Lions team that had won 6 of 7. If the Lions win this game here, they were going to control their own destiny and this was a Panthers team that took it to them and so I think bigger picture is this is a Panthers squad that has a lot of good supporting pieces. I know DJ Moore is gone, and sure, Bryce would have loved to have had them, but this is a team that really, I think, stuck together when it had every reason to fall apart. They were in it in the end. They beat the Lions. They go down to Tampa, and they were up big on Tampa before the Bucks came back to clinch the division, but this really could have gone a different way. I think the Panthers were up 21-10 in the fourth quarter of that game against the Bucks, and then the Bucks rallied to win it and, and take the division, but this is a team that has a lot of those core pieces. They've got big stars on defense, Shaq Thompson, Frankie Luvo, Xavier Woods, Derek Brown, and so a lot of those same pieces in place. Again, I think the DJ Moore thing, um, that's not great when you would love to have that kind of caliber receiver for him, but I think overall this Panthers team is a really good team that he's stepping into, and I don't think it's unreasonable to think, hey, just keep it, stay the course because we did it with P.J. Walker. We did it with Sam Darnold. We did it with Baker Mayfield. All these guys that we rotated in and out, and the Panthers found a way to stay in it last year. Yeah, I think for Bryce Young, one of the great things that he's got to feel comfortable about is that he's coming into an organization with a, a new coach, right, Frank Reich, so that they're all in on him. The GM's all in on him. The owner is in, is in on him. David Tepper has shown that he's going to be patient. I think that's what every young quarterback would want. The bigger issue, and you alluded to it, was with Bryce, when he takes those hits, how is his body going to respond? Because the reality is when you're playing behind the Alabama offensive line, even in the SEC, you're just not getting hit as much as you do in the NFL, and you're getting hit by bigger and stronger men all the time. Can he compensate for that with how quickly he gets the football out? That's going to go a long way toward dictating how, how healthy he can stay yeah, throughout the season. It wasn't the, the height, season. it was the, it was the, the bone. Exactly. And he yeah. take it. And the other thing he does, and you, you know, a lot of times you say, why do you go to a pro day? Like, what are you going to learn from a pro day uh, if you're an evaluator? I was there, and you could see the way he releases the ball high. And he doesn't get down low, so he's not that 
uh, tall, but he doesn't lose any height, and he actually gains it with the way that he releases it. So that was another thing. And he plays in they, rhythm. Yeah. He, he plays within the rhythm of the play, so the ball comes out. It's not a bunch of play-extending types of things, yeah. which, again, protects you from some hits. Still to come on GMFB, Russell Wilson looking to have a big bounce-back year in 2023. How much help is he going to get from his wide receivers? Plus, the Bengals are looking for their third straight division title, but will Lamar Jackson stand in their way? Our AFC North checklists are next. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my day. day. (laughs) Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. to break down what the teams in the FC North need to do to find success in 2023. It is time for today's checklist. We are starting with Tom and the Cleveland Browns. What would make your checklist for the Browns to be successful this year? Cleveland Browns, a fascinating team for me. And it all starts out with, show me, Mega Watson. That's right, Deshaun Watson. The biggest trade, literally, in NFL history. Can we get a reminder of what the Browns gave up for Deshaun Watson in that trade? In short, it was all the picks. It was the biggest contract in NFL history. They knew 2022 was going to be rough. They took a lot of criticism acquiring him in the face of serious allegations of sexual misconduct. He served an 11-game suspension. But when you give up 
All this for one guy. You're expecting he's going to be a top five quarterback. A top five quarterback makes you a perennial Super Bowl contender. Kevin Stefanski told me they saw flashes of that on tape when they look back to the tail end of the 2022 season. And other times you'll think a guy who hadn't played in two years because he hadn't. A full off season, the offense is going to evolve. And certainly you would expect Deshaun Watson to look a lot more like Deshaun Watson. Number two, let's salute your Schwartz. That's right. Jim Schwartz back in Cleveland where he got his <laughs> start Mitchell. under Belichick. That's right. In the mid-90s as a scout in Cleveland. His last D.C. job was in Philly where he helped the Eagles win a Super Bowl. He's going to be aggressive. You're going to see those wide nine fronts that Schwartz favors. There's going to be a lot of favorable matchups for Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith in this defense. Those two guys should absolutely eat. And finally, number three. It's time, guys. We got to let the dogs out, okay? These are the Cleveland Browns fans, one of the most tortured fan bases in all of football. They got a taste of it, okay, in 2020. They went to the playoffs. They beat the Steelers. They almost beat the Chiefs in the playoffs that year with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. First time that they had won a playoff game since Schwartz was there in the mid-90s. Then 2021, Mayfield gets hurt. They fall off a little bit. Last year, again, they knew it was going to be rough, given that their starting quarterback was serving a suspension. There were under 10,000 fans per game in 2020. Okay, the only time that these Browns have been to the playoffs the last 25 years, and it was COVID, nobody was there. Time to fill the stadium. Browns fans get excited. Browns give the fans something to be excited about in Cleveland. Yeah, Hanford Dixon and Frank Minifield are going to love that, let the dogs out. They started <laughs> I up. like number two. Use the Schwartz. There it is. Mike, uh, you're good next. You got the Steelers. Steelers. And go. Successful season for me. It starts with number one. Can he pick it? Can he pick it? Get it? Yes, yes he can. Yes. We already know that because the likes of Tom Palacero leading up to the draft, we're talking about hand size. It's about heart size for Kenny Pickett. He with those, those things out. With the, with the fourth quarter comebacks from him last year, four of them, his quarterback's coach, Mike Sullivan, that you know very Sully. well. Former Giants uh, assistant coach, quarterback's coach with them, wide receivers as well. Eli Manning was pretty good at the fourth yeah. quarter. Coming. Sully needs to be a coordinator. So uh, There you go. Stump for it. But he, he knows uh, what it takes to be a quarterback in the NFL, to play well when you need to play well at the right time of the game. He sees it in Kenny Pickett. So we've seen that so far. He needs to continue that. Uh, number two, oh, Canada. Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator, uh, catching a lot of flack in Pittsburgh. Uh, a lot of folks still not sold on him, but he showed down the stretch that he's able to execute what Mike Tomlin uh, and what upper management wants, which is an offense that can run the football. Eight of the last nine games, they were over 100 yards after previously, before that last season, only having three games over 100 yards. So, yeah, he's been given a task. We want to be a run-first team. We've been that way in the past. We want to continue to be that way. He has done that, so Matt Canada has to continue that and execute that on that side of the ball and make them an effective offense. Number three, dominant D, defense. Cam Hayward uh, mentioned recently that we have the capability to be dominant. This was uh, a team that did a great job down the backstretch last year. Everything really came together down the backstretch if you're picking up on a theme. So can the Steelers take that momentum and continue going forward? He says we have the pieces to be, quote, dominant. We just have to have that mindset week in and week out. So let's see if the rest of the defense can follow Hayward's advice and be dominant on D in 23. 
See, that rhymes. Your like pun game was really Dominant going strong D. there until the last one. This I was is like, really impressed. I feel, I feel like this is a road trip. We started out in Cleveland. We, we came down to Pittsburgh. Now we're going to go back west to Cincinnati. I think I did that let's right go to last year in camp. Let's go to the Bengals right now. And number one on my checklist for the Bengals, give me the three amigos. All right? I'm not talking about Dusty Bottoms, Lucky Day, and Ned Netterlander. I'm not talking about those three amigos. I'm talking about Chase Higgins and Boyd. Give me those three amigos. All right? These guys drive this team. All three of them need to do a better job, and excuse me, need to do a great job of, of running this offense, and they feed off of each other. And I, I think when Mike you look at – fixing his microphone. Just thank you. Yeah, sorry. Doesn't get the wrong idea there. Yeah, nothing to see here. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I'll point out is both Higgins and Boyd are in contract years, so I think they're highly motivated to have some production when you look at these three receivers. 45 touchdowns over the last two seasons combined. So some great production there. That has to continue. All right, number two on the checklist. Can we please protect Joe Exotic? Joe Burrow has been the most sacked quarterback over the last two years, and it's not even close. Look, this is the last two seasons. 121 sacks. The next closest quarterback is Justin Fields with 30 less sacks. Uh, Joe Burrow, they talked about it after the Super Bowl. We've got to find a way to protect him. It didn't work out. They brought in Lyle Collins. They added Ox Kappa. Now they feel like they fixed it. They signed Orlando Brown Jr. from the Chiefs to a huge contract. He's going to move over to left tackle, Jonah Williams. Whether he likes it or not, guess what? You're going to the right side. So between him and Lyle Collins, they've got to figure it out. But you've got to protect this man, all right? Look, white Bengal Tigers like that are, are very rare, all right? They're not albinos. They are just a special mutation of the gen- genetic gene that creates the Bengal Tiger. So protect this man at all costs. And Joe Mixon as well. I'll throw that Joe in there. He's another exotic Joe. We've got to find a way to let him eat. All right, number three on the list right now. The one thing that I thought the Bengals did a great job of last year is defending the jungle, right? They play the Welcome to the Jungle Guns and Roses song, but you've got to defend the jungle. When people come to your house, you've got to protect it. And I thought they did a great job last year that it could continue that. They were 6-1 last year at home. Their only blemish was a week one loss against the Cleveland Browns. And then after that, it was Lockdown City in the jungle. How do they do that? Well, defensively, Lou Anarumo has done a great job. We've talked about him glowingly uh, over, over the last couple of years about how good of a job he's done in defense. He lost a couple of big players. Vaughn Bell, Jesse Bates, no longer there. He's got some young bucks that are going to have to step up. So that defense has got to show up. They've got to do a great job like they did last year. They were one of the best scoring defenses in the league. That has to continue in order for the Bengals to continue to have the opportunity to dominate this division. Can you explain that tiger thing again? What is a white tiger? Yeah, the, the, yeah, there's a white Bengal tiger, and a lot of people think that it's an albino, and it's not. It's a genetic mutation of there's a certain genes that come together to make it classify as a Bengal tiger. Yeah, it's, you can learn a lot by reading, Tom. <laughs> Top to bottom, left to right. Take two Tonal for any headaches. Sorry, I thought I changed the channel to uh, Discovery Channel for a second there. Go ahead. I love it. I'm going to finish things off with the Ravens. And, you know, we were talking yesterday about are the Ravens, do we not talk about them enough? And, I, no, I don't think we do because as much as we think this is just the Bengals going to run away with it, not when you got Action Jackson back. The contract is out of the way. Obviously, mm. that was a, a heavy discussion point this offseason. And then it feels like as soon as Lamar signed the huge deal, which was much deserved, then it was like, okay, well, that, that's put to bed, and now we'll go back to talking about the Bengals. No, when Lamar signed that contract, he said he wants to throw for 6,000 yards. <laughs> and when you look at the weapons that are around Lamar Jackson, they have given him the supporting cast so that his Ravens can return to supremacy in their division. Give me number two here. 
We started with number one. I don't even know if I said number one was Action Jackson. And then give me number two, Munkin Masterpieces. Yes, this could be a Todd Munkin Masterpieces. He takes over as offensive coordinator there in Baltimore after leading the Georgia Bulldogs to national championships. <laughs> this is, this is the kind of enthusiasm. Forget anything else I'm going to say. Let's just We're watch, in mass, let's but let's high five. watch the video. Uh, Todd Munkin takes over, and look, they, he's got the pieces to make it happen because now they've got OBJ in there who's hungry on his comeback tour. They've got Zay Flowers, and we talked about yesterday, Zay and Lamar working together. And then I, you can't forget about Bateman. You've got Andrew. So Todd Munkin has the pieces. And what kind of OBJ are we going to see? If it looks like the OBJ in his workout videos, he's going to be fantastic. Could Lamar throw for 6,000 yards? Why not? Let's go. Zay Flowers could be the offensive rookie here. We don't know. Uh, when it comes to things that they would like to get just maybe like a little bit better, this is a really good Ravens defense. This is a great Ravens defense. They allowed the third fewest points a season ago. If there's one thing that they want on that checklist, the secondary step up, maybe a little bit sooner than last year because it was a slow start and then they really came on. But this is a defense that was so good, and yet when it comes to pass defense, they ranked 26th in the league. So, yes, they want the Marlon Humphreys to step up. They want the Kyle Hamiltons to step up. They've got big names in this linebacking core, and this is a great Great Ravens defense that can just improve in certain categories that they want to get a little better in. And this could be, you could be looking at the top team in this division. Mm, that's secondary right there. Matched up against the Bengals and their wide receiver. That's going to be a great matchup. This is always a tough slobber knocker division. I played for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> the, the, these battles right here, week to week, the, the carnage that and the fallout after the Steelers are playing the Browns or the Ravens and the Steelers, uh, the, the, the fallout after that, I mean, you're sore until Thursday because those are just brutal, brutal games. How much do you think Eli made over his career? Eli Manning. 200 million? 200, sure, yeah. Having been back there to fix that mic, hazard pay. You didn't right even there. go all in. Like you, you were you were basically in shotgun. Eli earned every penny right there. The Broncos have been dealing with injuries to key offensive players in recent seasons. Their top four wide receivers, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler, have all played in the same game only twice in the past three seasons. Judy recently said that if everyone stays healthy, they are going to be a hard group of guys to stop. So the question is this, how much will the success of Russell Wilson depend on the health of his receiving core this year? Tom. Health always helps. Okay, you can't discount that no matter what team you're talking about, what season, what circumstances. But this is the NFL. To have success at this level, you need your best players and your highest paid players to play their best. Russell Wilson makes $49 million per year. The Broncos gave up two first-rounders, two second-rounders, and three players to get him. And he played badly last season. Sure, there's circumstances. He dealt with injuries as well. He was a little bit over the ideal weight for him throughout the course of that season. But it's hard when you're trying to install an offense and the ball's not going where you expect it to and certainly not on time. Yeah, it's going to help if Tim Patrick's out there. That was a big loss for them in training camp. Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy can stay on the field together. That's also going to help. But Russell Wilson has to play a whole lot better than he did last season. It's June. Let's not build in too many excuses yet. Yeah. Look, it's easy. I mean, we, we, they were the whole team was a punching bag. Russell Wilson certainly was a punching bag last year. Uh, but it, look at the last five games. So the first ten games, he had two games with a hundred or more passer rating. Not him. I'm going to get to him in a second. But in the first ten, two games with a hundred or more passer, a higher passer rating. But three of the last five. And over those last five games, look at what Jerry Judy did. Now, was it Judy or Russ or both playing better? I think it was Judy coming back and getting healthy. And over a full season, the rate that he showed over the last five games, 
that's a 1,500-yard receiving season for a guy who hasn't crossed 1,000 yet. So uh, Jerry Judy and the way that he played. There also, the last game, there were a couple of motion plays in the, that looked like passes to me. It would have been even more yards for Judy that they ruled rushes for some reason, but whatever. Anyway. Remember you checking with me on stat changes. Yeah, that. yeah. I remember seeing that. A lot I was of like, fantasy football players very interested by some of those. You numbers. love stat. Love some, find somebody who loves you as much as Tom Pelissero loves stat changes. Because every time, there's always one. It. It'll be some defensive player lost a tackle. And I'll be like, this got changed, and one guy will respond showing the before and after where he lost .01 points yeah. and lost his game. What day is your stat change day? Wednesday? Uh, I believe it's Wednesday afternoon. All yeah. right, so tune in for more of this upcoming season. Yeah, I can't wait. Riveting stuff right there. Uh, I, <laughs> listen, Russell Wilson, you're right. He was the punching bag uh, on and off the field. I look at this offense, and we've talked about the Sean Payton effect. We've talked about Russell Wilson being the most sacked quarterback in the league. I think when I look at this offense, yeah, his receivers are going to be a big part of success, but the run game might be even bigger. And I think Javante Williams, his health, his ability to stay on the field is going to be a huge impact, not just to protect Russell Wilson, not just to give this offense a little more teeth, give a little more play action, but guess what? In that division... Like, who's placing Denver ahead of Kansas City or the Chargers in that division? Some people might even say the Raiders are ahead of them. So you've got to find a way to slow down the game. The only way you can do that is by running the football. Coming up, we're doing a three-round quarterback snake draft. we got to get to the break. Which players are going to be taken off the board first? Find out next. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrified horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> 
Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And welcome to Good Morning Football. I am Will Selva. Glad you are with us. It is Friday, June 30th. I'll be joined by Sarah Walsh, Tom Pelissero, Mike Garofolo, and Sean O'Hara in just a moment. But for right now, welcome to the GMFB quarterback draft. I will be your commissioner this morning. And each of our four participants will take turns selecting current NFL quarterbacks until they each have a three-man team of the finest passers in the world today. It will be a snake-style draft with 20 seconds per selection. And as commissioner, I have randomly selected the draft order. The owner of the first overall pick in the GMFB quarterback draft is Sarah Walsh. Sean (laughs) O'Hara will pick second. Mike Garofolo, third. Then Tom Pelissero, fourth, and we'll stay right. back around until the draft is complete. Sarah, you jumped the gun, but that's okay. Now you're at the podium, and you may make your first selection. Will, I love you for that completely unbiased uh, draft selection, giving it to me first, and I was so excited I just rushed over to the podium. I want to say that I'm not going to do the obvious thing here and I'm going to think outside the box, but you know what? Sometimes you just have to make the smart decision, the right decision, and why am I wasting any time with the first overall pick of the Good Morning Football quarterback draft? Clearly, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. Makes a lot do of I sense. Need, do I need to give a reason why I'm taking I mean, you know. The reigning NFL why, MVP yeah. won the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like anytime. Yeah. I'm missing out on my my big hug from the commissioner. Will, Will, I want my big hug. Well, they don't All right. hug the team. All right, listen, that was a no-brainer. All right, Patrick Mahomes is going right there. With the second overall pick in the GMFB quarterback draft, I'm going to take Josh Allen. Bill's Mafia, here we go. Now, this, this is the point at which the uh, the league is on the horn going, guys, you need to stay on the clock a little longer because yeah. this is going too fast. Mike, uh, filibuster a little bit. Well, let's talk about Mike's team. They're coming off of another four-win season. People have been calling for his ouster for quite some time now. But here he is now <laughs> to draft someone he hopes can turn around one of the NFL's sorriest franchises. With the uh, third pick in the GMFB 2023 quarterback draft, Uh, I select, what was the line from Jamar Chase? Pat who? Is that what he said? Pat who? I select Joe Burrow with the third overall pick in the draft. Do I have to say why? I got three seconds. Pat who? That's my reason. You don't have to say why. So we got, just keep rolling. Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow gone. All right. Tommy P. Big shocker. Um, I got to say, the fourth pick in a three-round snake draft, not a great spot to be. Kind of lose a lot of that because then it's four, five, and... Are you, already, are, are you already lining up? As I, you, I, I, I'm, like your golf game. I'm not going to be excited if I'm your pick. If you're, this in is a, you're in a challenging spot here. I feel like I should go off the chalk. Exactly. I'm, I'm looking Don't, up there. I got Hurts. I got Herbert. I think I'm just going to take both of them. I'm going to take Jalen Hurts at number four overall, followed by Justin Herbert at number five. Yeah. Somebody's got to make this interesting and not just go right the down gun. the list here. You're jumping yeah. the gun. Well, no. I'm, we're going for well, – I have both. I, I'm just wondering if maybe we should have listed them alphabetically because this, this is starting to fall kind of 
you know, the way we thought it would. All right, well, let's see. Let's see if maybe there's a surprise, because now at number six, we go back to Mike. Why don't you get up here? Oh, I'm up. All right. Can I analyze your team a little not bit taking, more? Well, I am not taking Dex. Some are saying that Joe Burrow could be the person to turn around Mike's team. Others are saying as long as Mike is there, much like certain other owners in the NFL, it's going to be very difficult for Mike's team to succeed. I just want to give credit to me and to Sarah for actually looking like our headshots. The two of you, I'm not so sure about those. You've got to update those. What headshot what well, head do we have the up headshots there again. Yeah. Where are the headshots? Can we see the headshots? I didn't see it. Let's uh, look at really digressed. Oh, you're almost rounds. out of time on that. Yeah, you're, you're running. I'm almost running down here, Mike. Uh, uh, there you go. Yeah. You go. Sean, Sean's. You know, a little, little puffier in the cheeks there. Kind I, of, yeah, yeah, that's a good just five years like somebody ago else. Yeah, that was a couple pancakes ago. Don't look like you. Uh, with the, what pick? One, two, three, You're four, number five. six. Six. With the sixth pick, and it's, I'm a little home cooking. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers here from the uh, local New York football Jets. So Aaron Rodgers to me, and I'm liking my team. Burrow and Rodgers. Yes. All right. I like the pick with the seventh overall pick in the GMFB quarterback draft. Team O'Hara, man, I'm going to go against my my roots here as a former New York Giant. I'm going to take Dak Prescott. Give me Dak. Wow. I got Josh Allen, Dak Prescott. We got AFC, NFC. Your persona. How about them Cowboys? Your persona non grata at the Quest. Uh, we still got we still got a former MVP up there in Lamar Jackson. Here's the thing. I want to go Lamar Jackson, but I don't want to go down directly in order. And because I love the folks in Duval, we're going Trevor Lawrence with my next mm-hmm. pick of the draft. No offense, Lamar, but I like the folks down in Duval. All right, let's take you a look at You like the it. hair. It's, it's been uh, – I do like the hair. Closest got, to you in the NFL. He's the closest to me in the NFL. Yes, that's why I went with Trevor Lawrence. It's also a fact, Tom Pellicero. Okay, for the first two rounds first here, two rounds. I, Patrick I, Mahomes and Trevor Lawrence for – John's got Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Mike's got Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers. I've got Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert. Tonight, you're into an interesting spot here. Because obviously, again, you got a former NFL MVP up there. You've got some of those veteran guys later in their career, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford. Do you go with one of the young up-and-comers? Do you go with somebody who's established? How are you trying to round out? It's all about the room, right, Mike? You want the quarterback room. Your third guy's got to know his role, right? I, I really want to applaud Tom for his enthusiasm. For well, we're six minutes into what was supposed to be a 15-minute segment. I'm trying to stress this thing out, okay? You got you going too fast. I'm the only one doing analysis. So, you know what? When I stepped up here, I forgot this is a snake draft, and I was like, ooh, I'm being so outside of the box, and I'm skipping over Lamar Jackson. So now I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. Ah, there you go. That's <laughs> like, well, that's like when the Giants had the fifth and the seventh pick, and they took Evan Neal fifth. Uh, because they knew that, or no, they took Thibodeau fifth because they knew they were going to get one of the other tackles at seven. So that's yeah. kind of the way you did it. You did it backwards. Yeah. There. My risky, it. my risky Trevor Lawrence pick. All right, I got Lawrence and Jackson. Who's up? I'm up. Podium over. No. Oh, dude, can you not read the order or the prompter? Well, I tried to Good do with Lord. the Vikings or the All Jaguars right. when they. Or the They're bringing me up here because if anybody can stretch a segment, it's me uh, with my Irish long-winded answers. Listen. I picked a Cowboy quarterback. I understand that. I'm looking at Lamar Jackson. I really wanted to pick him, but since Sarah jumped me on that one, I feel like I should take a quarterback that can rush for touchdowns. But I'll be honest with you, as much as I want to sit up here and, and take Justin Fields or even Daniel Jones is staring at me right now, I think he's going to have a good year. The guy that's just jumping out at me on this list of who's left right now is my, my cousin Vinny right here. Give me Kirk Cousins. He had a career year last year. He's got the best receiver in the league in Justin Jefferson. They just added uh, Jordan Addison to the slot. Uh, I, I'm going to take Kirk Cousins. I think he has another big year. 
Give me Kirk with I Josh. I was considering him at Dad. 12. Sean steals him at 10. Yeah. A lot of pressure on Mike now. How do you round, how do you round out that room? Uh, well, who you got? You got Burrow and who? I'm looking at the clock. I got Burrow and Aaron Rodgers. Um, you got the young guy. You got the you old really guy. like Miss Purdy. Yeah. The medium guy. Uh, where's Ed Marinaro when you need him, Tom? You get that one? Yeah. All right, good. I've got Rodgers and I've got Joe Burrow. I've got a guy I think can learn from both of these guys with an unbelievable skill set that's sitting there and staring me in the face. I am going Justin Fields right here. Because sometimes wow. when you get your, your backup quarterback into the game, Tom, you want to talk about quarterback room dynamics. A lot of times you want that guy to be able to make plays with his legs if things break down because he hasn't had a whole lot of reps. So I know Justin Fields can do that. And again, uh, the Chicago Bears are trying to uh, get him to progress as a passer. I think learning from the two guys ahead of him will certainly do that. I love my team. Wow. Love them. All right, so let's see. I got the no final pick here you, huh? at the end of round three. Let's, let's see the uh, let's see all the teams real quick here again. Cause I got I got to think about the structure of these rooms. I got two young guys already. I know with Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts. You know, everybody's everybody's kind of got a mix there. Although I mean, Sarah's team's pretty young. Sarah's team's well-rounded right there. Tom, you got you got an interesting pick right here because you got a couple of really good stud quarterbacks left right there. Right. One of them I think you really know well as well. So uh, you I'm got curious. a bunch of guys who are who are very you know well-established, maybe later in their careers. Two is a really interesting one for me right here. I'm gonna take the guy who we saw as said earlier in the show some elite flashes from a year ago has not played a full season in several years now, but there's a reason you give up all those draft picks and the biggest contract of all time. Put Deshaun Watson on the board for my team, rounding out the good morning football quarterback draft. It's too much talent to pass up. Wow. At number 12 overall. Now we'll see again how it plays out because we haven't seen him play a full season since 2020. So here are the final teams here from the good morning football quarterback Eric. draft. We've well got done, Sarah Eric. ended up, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson. Sean with Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins. Mike, Burrow, Rodgers, and Fields. I've got Hertz, Herbert, and Watson. Besides your own team, who do you like, Mike? Uh, I got to go Sarah. Yeah, I got to go Sarah. She did a nice job there. Does Lamar Jackson get to bring all his new weapons with him? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, but I do like Sarah's team. I'm wondering if this music is more who wants to be a millionaire or weakest link. Remember weakest mm. link? I do. Which team has you, the weakest link? You. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Uh, Tom, I kind of liked your I kind of liked your team and, and the Deshaun Watson one felt like a very big stretch for me. Uh, Sarah, yours, yours was pretty good. But no, Mike, I'm, I'm going to actually go with you. I'm, I'm joking on the weakest link. I think you have the possibility of the biggest upside, if I could use that term. What are we in the draft year, the combine? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, I, I mean, he could light it up. So that could be a huge pick. He could end up having an MVP-like season. And Justin Fields, to me, is the biggest question mark on that whole screen right there. We don't know what we're going to get from him. We could get another 1,000-yard season and a bunch of rushing touchdowns, uh, or he, he could light it up. You know, who would you have taken? Him and DJ Moore could could score some big points. Who would you have taken over Watson and Fields? Who would have, who would have gotten on from uh, that? Bring the easel back. I know. As soon as I, he took I, the easel out of here, I was like, Tua had some luster to him, but the fact that he was hurt, I mean, I, I don't know. We were pumping up Russell Wilson there. I, I could have been tempted to take Russell Wilson there. I think so. You're still like, betting the upset on Russell Wilson wow. after last season. Yeah, I, I think what we saw last year was an anomaly from Russell, not the norm. You know what we needed? We needed one of our draft analysts to come on. 
instead of us analyze it. We needed. We needed. Where's Daniel Jeremiah? We I'm sleeping the guy probably. The guy yeah. would be great yeah. there. We get Hans Zeus. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Where's Schrager? He's not. Schrager's not texting you. On a beach somewhere. Yeah. Coming up on GMFB, <laughs> the NFC South, one of the most wide open divisions in football. Have we been sleeping on the Buccaneers? Running back Rashad White's going to join us later on with his thoughts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. 